This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. J-Bone here coming at you live from Circuit of the Americas, CODA, USGP Sunday. I was just here for the race. I'm standing right now on where the race was. Actually, I'm standing outside track limits, so I don't think anybody drove here. If they did, they did not have a good Grand Prix. But yes, look behind me. The iconic Coda Tower. This is J-Bone's United States Grand Prix recap. It's not the classic format from the race car bed. It's literally me here at the actual circuit. You never had one of these before, folks, and you're getting it right now. All right, here's the thing that you gotta know. When you go and watch a race live, you miss all of the nuances of the race. You know the fight for first, you know what's going on there. You know, I, I got all that. I got the whole story and I'll talk about that in a second. But like the little tiny things, the battles for the end of the points positions, uh, maybe a couple collisions, maybe some steward investigations. I don't really know about that. So if there is something I do not cover in this video, I would like you to go to the comments and say, oh, J-Bone, you didn't talk about this. And I'll respond to your comment and be like, ooh, thank you, and give you some sort of comment. So something about the race I don't cover in this video after you watch it all the way to the end and like and subscribe and all that crap. Let me know in the comments. All right. Like I said, up here, Coda Tower, right here. Some racetrack, beautiful red, white, and blue. Uh, this is turn 15, looking down to turn 19, I believe. Uh, they're not labeled here like they're labeled when I'm sitting in my race car bed, but I do believe that is true. Um, so there's, oh, downtown Austin, you see that? Downtown Austin, Texas, right back there. Beautiful. I lived here for eight years, lived right around where that downtown area is, great city. Moved to Milwaukee back in February, but luckily planes exist so I can make it back here every year for this amazing race. Not, not the TV show, The Amazing Race. It's, it's a amazing race. I guess not The Amazing Race. They might have that copyrighted at CBS. I'm not entirely sure. So what I need to talk about first off is just uh, the atmosphere of USGP Sunday, the United States Grand Prix. The full weekend, because I was here all weekend, will be covered in a vlog, the first ever Formula Bone vlog. I hope you're all excited for that because I'm very excited for it. We filmed some unbelievable content with a bunch of fans that we met, a bunch of uh, just people here at Coda. Unfortunately, no drivers, that's for next year's. I'm very excited for that. It's coming out soon, and that's gonna cover the entire race weekend. This is just the race recap, as I said. So we got in here, walked around for a bit, uh, you know, kissed some babies, shook some hands, all that, not really. But I did see some awesome Formula Bone fans. Thank you for coming up to me. My favorite thing ever was just walking through the crowd and hearing, J-Bone! Unbelievable. Great stuff. Oh, oh. None of them responded with J-Bone. I'm kind of upset about that. That's okay, though. Maybe next year, like I said. I have big plans for next year, if you can't tell. So, got in, got to our seats, and the atmosphere is so electric. I'll say this about the Sprint Weekend as a whole. Uh, it made... Uh, the, the race was the only fully packed event, okay? Uh, we were here on Friday, and kind of upset. Qualifying, not super packed. Like I've been to the last two qualifyings and they are as full as the race because qualifying was on Friday. It was not that full. The atmosphere just wasn't as good. We'll say that about the sprint weekend. It, it made qualifying not as great. 
And then, and the crazy thing is neither the sprint shootout nor the sprint really was a capacity crowd either. Like usually it's always qualifying capacity on Saturday, race over capacity probably on Sunday. It didn't have that this year. Race is the only fully capacity thing. So just another reason to say F1 sprint, if you don't change, maybe like do a reverse grid or do a single lap shootout where every driver gets one lap and that's where they qualify, those would fix it. I think, I think more people would have come because they're like, oh, I get to see crazy, unbelievable action and not just what Max referred to as a processional. Max Verstappen's comments on F1 Sprint, by the way, were hilarious because he said, oh, I think F1 Sprint takes away from the race because uh, they kind of see the fans get to see what's going to happen the next day, which was a big flex on him because he won the race by, or the sprint race by like 20 seconds. So it's like, okay, Max, are you telling us you're going to win the race by 20 times three because a sprint is a third of the race distance, so you're going to win the race by a minute? And that did not end up happening, folks, because of what I'm going to talk about right now. And that, of course, is the unbelievable United States Grand Prix. I'm going to say right now, top three race of the season, easily. Yeah, you got to put Singapore ahead of it because non-Rebel race winner, obviously. Uh, Monaco was unbelievable with, with the uh, Fernando Alonso and all the action there. But top three for USGP. And you know why? It's because there were three different race winners in this race. Okay. First, there was Norris. Then there was Max. Then there was Lewis. J-Bone here reporting live from the Formula Bone International Sports News Desk. J-Bone! My USGP recap video was supposed to be a one-shot video with no cuts, but recent events have made that not possible. As you're probably aware of by now, hours after the USGP and thus hours after I filmed my USGP recap, Lewis Hamilton and Charles Leclerc were disqualified from the United States Grand Prix for a breach of F1's technical regulations, losing their P2 and P6 results, respectively. In International Criminal Court, aka at an FIA stewards meeting, Lewis and Leclerc were found guilty of violating Article 3.5.9e parentheses of the 2023 FIA Formula One technical regulations, which states that, quote, the thickness of the plank assembly measured normal to the lower surface must be 10 millimeters plus or minus 0.2 millimeters plus or minus 0.2 millimeters and must be... The thickness of the plank assembly measured normal to the lower surface must be 10 millimeters plus or minus 0.2 millimeters and must be uniform when new. A minimum thickness of 9 millimeters will be accepted due to wear and conformity to this provision will be checked at the peripheries of the designated holes. When measured after the race, the skid blocks of Lewis and Leclerc were found to be worn down to the point where they were too thin, so the stewards went investigating, except they didn't really need to do that much investigating because this is always a slam dunk penalty, much like speeding in the pit lane, since it has to do with interpreting indisputable measurement evidence. Mercedes and Ferrari had a sliver of hope, though, as the USGP was an F1 sprint weekend, and thus teams only had one practice session in which to figure out what their ride height should be, which is not a lot of time and could maybe, possibly, have meant that the FIA would grant them some leniency, except nope. nope. The FIA still dunked on them and said, quote, the stewards note that the onus is on the competitor to ensure that the car is in compliance with the regulations at all times during an event. If you needed any more reason to hate sprint weekends, they allow stuff like this to happen. Though, there is a silver lining here, folks. Hamilton and Leclerc getting disqualified 
does mean that American hero Logan Sargent finished in the points for the first time ever in his career, and he did so at his home Grand Prix. USA, 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 what's a kilometer? And hey, while I have you here at the Formula Bone International Sports News Desk, I'd like to also inform you that my USGP recap is sponsored by Shopify. In this day and age, anyone can sell products online. And if you're thinking about starting, you need to be using my partner, Shopify. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands like Ruggable and Allbirds. Ever heard of them? I have. You're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache. Nope. Shopify's app store has the migration apps you need to migrate your products, orders, customers, and more from every major e-commerce platform to Shopify. Why spend time trying to build an online store with someone besides Shopify when Shopify stores convert the best? You shouldn't. That's the answer. Stop leaving sales on the table. Switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow, and run their business. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash fbone, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash fbone, shopify.com slash fbone. Cha-ching! All right, now back to my USGP recap. And remember that this was all filmed before the disqualifications. This has been J-Bone reporting from the Formula Bone International Sports News Desk. J-Bone! <sighs> Lando start. Unbelievable. That was some Lando Norris, Lando Norrising. I actually was gifted a, uh, a friendship bracelet by, uh, by a fan of Formula Bone. Let's go Lando. And I wore it today. I got it yesterday. I wore it today. Solidarity. I was like, you know what? Maybe it's good luck. Maybe it's good luck. I thought it was. I legitimately was like, this, this is magical. I have on my wrist something that somebody from Lord of the Rings would want to throw in a volcano because it's so powerful. Uh, no. No. So what happened was Lando gets the lead. Max isn't really gaining too much. He's getting past people, but he's not looking like super crazy Max who's going to be in the lead in five laps or anything like that. And then, after the first round of pit stops, it goes, okay, it looks like Lando is going to try for the one-stopper. And I was so excited, because even the commentators were like, oh my gosh, it looks like Red Bull may have gotten this one wrong. You know what, let's get turn one here. Let's get turn one. That's a great turn. One of the most iconic turns, by the way, in the world. Second tallest hill in Formula One behind Radiano Rouge. And this camera right now does not do it justice. That hill is monstrous. It's so big and you can't tell until you're here. So you got to come to the USGP to see that, okay? So Lando gets a good lead after the first round of pit stops. It's, he's keeping the lead. And then, okay, oh, Max is catching up to him. It becomes clear to McLaren, it seems like in a two-stop race, McLaren are not going to be able to do it, right? Like, okay, Red Bull is too strong. So you got to try to push for the one-stopper. They made it sound like that was possible. They made it sound like that was something they were going to be able to do. And I was literally freaking out of my seat going, oh my God, I'm going to see Lando Norris's first race win. And in his hundredth race at that. The saddest moment of my Formula One fandom was watching Lando Norris do his thing in Russia. I don't want to talk about it, but I will. Skidded off with like three laps left when the rain started coming down. Lewis Hamilton beats him. He drops to like P7. He, he was sliding around like a baby draft just coming out of the mom. It was so sad. And ever since, 
I've wanted Lando to get that first race win. And then once Oscar got that sprint win before Lando got a win of any kind, it's like, oh my gosh, like is Lando's time maybe passed? Like, I don't think it has, but like maybe if Oscar's already coming in and beating him here, thanks to the safety cars, of course, at the guitar sprint race. So I was freaking out. I was going, oh my God, Lando's going to one-stop this. He's going to manage those tires and he's going to do it. Red Bull got this wrong. Wow. And Max has these brake issues. Like this is it. The stars are aligning. I'm going to see Lando's hundredth win. Nope. No, no, because then I look up at the screen right after I was freaking out and made like a video about how much I was freaking out. Uh, and then he just came into the pits and was like, okay, yo, put on the hard tires. And I was like, oh, I know how this story ends. And I thought I did when Max Verstappen passed him to take the lead on lap 39. But Lewis Hamilton came out of nowhere and was going absolutely crazy. Ends up passing Lando and we get to the point where with one lap left, Lewis is, well, I think with like five laps left, he had like three second gap. Then with one lap left, 1.4, he's so close to getting DRS. He's so close, so close to getting DRS for the final lap. Gets a 1.4 second gap, and then Max catches up to Joe Guan Yu, the lap car, gets DRS from him, zooms away, gets the race win. Realistically, oh, should we get some, some more? What else we get? And he goes, oh, Texas flag? We got the Texas flag. That's cool. That's good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Okay. So, what's up? Oh, 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 zoomed away. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay, I'm back now. Okay. So, Lewis Hamilton came so close, so close to a race win. And that would have been unbelievable. The longest winless streak of his career. I went from freaking out about Lando was going to win, to being sad that Max was going to win, to being happy that Lewis was going to win, to being complacent that Max won. I mean, I'm cool with Max winning, obviously. He's one of the greatest drivers of all time. I'm not a Max hater. I just want to see the most chaotic stuff happen. I say that all the time. People go, oh, J-Bone, you're a Max hater. No. My MO is I want to see the most chaotic stuff happen. That's safe. Safe stuff. I don't want anybody to get hurt. But the most chaotic woo, things to happen possible in an F1 race. And a Lewis win out of nowhere right there, would have been up there, would have been unbelievable. The crowd here was very Lewis Hamilton heavy. They would have gone crazy, but unfortunately, didn't happen. Um, he came close. I think producer Jeff, he's behind the camera right there. Put your hand in front of the camera, wave. Yeah, there we go. Producer Jeff and I were talking. We think if Joe Guan Yu is not there, the lapped car, then Lewis would have needed that final lap plus one more, and then he would have been able to uh, pass Max. So realistically though, Lewis probably needed like two, three more laps, even with Joe, maybe four with Joe, because that was really annoying where he got the DRS there. And, and I don't know. And, and obviously Max got the DRS on the back straight, which is longer. Lewis would have got the DRS on the front straight, which is shorter. So not ideal. But hey, like I said, I'm not a Max hater. Max Verstappen, unbelievable job. Truly amazing. And uh, I, can't, I can't fault the man. I can't fault the man. He's, he's unbelievable. 15th win of the season. Uh, gonna go down as one of the most dominant seasons of all time. This guy is remarkable. This guy's unbelievable. And uh, I'm just lucky that we get to see him go. Lucky we get to see him race in our lifetime. Um, but I want him to lose and get knocked from the top as fast as possible because that's what the most chaotic thing possible is. We, can't, we gotta have parity. We gotta have any race anybody can win. But I'm not trying to say, oh, make up on a spec series like IndyCar so all the cars are the same. I want it to still be where every car is different and there's all these design difference is I just want it to be where every race a different driver wins is that so much to ask for I don't think it is I think that's what everybody wants so yes the USGB was unbelievable 
This is my favorite race I've ever attended for sure because of all the crazy different things that happened. And because I was there. And because Jeff was there. Producer Jeff was there. It was amazing. Um, there's currently a sheriff car looking at us, which is kind of interesting. So I don't know what that's about, but it's fun. It's good times. So the tower here. Here's the fun thing about the tower. Fun fact about the tower. Nobody knows how it got there. That tower, so the true story, probably. This tower was just in the middle of the Texas desert, and they said, oh my gosh, look at that monolith. That's beautiful. We're going to build this racetrack around it. They say it's been there for like thousands of years, built by maybe the ancient Mesopotamians. I'm not entirely sure. Get the cop car. Get the cop car. I don't know what's going on here. Am I in trouble? I don't know. Okay. I think we're good. Oh, okay. Yep. Okay, cool. Cool. We're good. I think, they were, I think they were just wanting to look down that way, see what there is to see. But, uh, okay, we're good. J-Bone, not getting arrested today. Knock on wood. A lot of the day left. It's still pretty bright out. So, let's see what else I got here. Je uh, give us a panorama, Jeff. A little full circle here. Let everybody see what's going on. This is turn 15. Oh, I just got buzzed at. I just got buzzed at big time. I don't know what's going on. I think we're good, though. They said the go. We'll go. Okay, well, we'll walk and talk. We're walking and talking. Get the car again. He was nice about it. He was nice about it. That Texas hospitality that you hear about. So, uh, this track right here. The racer's favorite. One of their favorites. I'm not going to say the racer's favorite. Uh, it is Lando Norris' favorite. Lando Norris' favorite circuit, which is probably why he did so well here today. One of my favorite circuits. Um... It's, it's a beautiful one. It's a beautiful one. It's got a mix of everything. Long straights, big corners, big straights, long corners. It's got it all. Anyways, I'm getting kicked off by the authorities. Um, so I think this is a good time to call it. By the way, there, there's the paddock level. That's where I'm going to be next year. Again, I told you, manifesting big things next year. I don't know if that's true, but it might be. We'll find out. J-Bone, over and out. And I got to hit him. Oh, let's get the tower in the background. Let's get the tower in the background. All right, time to hit him with it. You know what it is. J-Bone! Oh yeah, and by the way, I went one and a half for three with my bona fide race predictions because Lewis Hamilton was on the podium and then taken off it and also Logan Sargent finishing the point. J-Bone! Special shout out to my top Patreon supporters and YouTube channel members at Rated Bookie, Glow, and Green Ghost! J-Bone!